Obviously, next. you guys have let me get my thing out because obviously the heat's been on me a lot, and um, Zach's been the I would you know the other opinion. And so, I will say one thing that I just totally forgot about. Um, fuck. All right, everybody, welcome to episode 26 of this label. Yeah, yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. 26. Gang, gang. It has been a crazy, crazy five weeks for many, many reasons. <laughs> we just go gang, gang on them. <laughs> I, right I went a little Theo Wait, we'll say, say Gucci. <laughs> Anyways. Well, obviously, we haven't been sitting oh, at why, this. Why are you saying Theo Vaughn? <laughs> what do you mean? All right, let's keep it flowing here, Zach. Let's keep it flowing. Um, 26, bro. That's... It is very nice. Number 26. The amount of weeks you can get unemployment for. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, no, but seriously, everyone, we, um, it's been five weeks since we sat down at this table. We for obviously sure. pre-recorded a bunch, and that's why <laughs> we were able to release uh, two over Chag. Um, it has been an interesting trip. Myself and Shmuley were in Europe uh, for basically um, from before Rosh Hashanah through until right home. before Yom Kippur. Right. And then we went to uh, Israel from, we landed there Erev Yom Kippur and we're there through Tuesday. Yeah. We which were... we, we could get, we were supposed to be back here Friday morning. Yeah. Um, uh, Zach, do you know what actually happened? Uh, no. I have literally no idea what's been going on with you guys other than what I've seen on the Instagram stores. Were you aware that we were supposed to come back Friday morning? Not really, no. You didn't even know that. Okay, so what happened was as follows. I'll actually say the story because you wanted an Israel story. So this is actually a good one. Um, uh, Our flight was 7 a.m. Friday morning in Israel. We were supposed to land here in uh, JFK at 12 p.m. When you say Friday, you were supposed to land this Friday or last Friday? No, this past Friday. This past Friday. You were supposed to land this past Friday. Okay, yeah, Yeah. sure. It was the only available day to land. Whatever. It was after Chag. Point being, me and Shmuley, Chag ended on Tuesday night. Um, and we spent Wednesday still in Yushalayim, and then we went to Tel Aviv to spend one day in Tel Aviv. Thursday and Ben-Gurion's in Tel Aviv. We were planning on going Friday right. night. Perfect plan. Sounds like a good idea. It is 2 o'clock in the morning, and we are sitting smoking hookah, wrapping up the trip, and Shmuley does what he does best, which is why I hate him and I love him. Label, we should really stay here for Shabbos. What do you think? Like, bro, we're about to... Like, my Get app is open. Like, we're packed. We're ready to go. Like, we're supposed to be in the airport in two hours. And he's like... What about if flights are like the same? What about can we just stay? We'll have a good Shabbos in Tel Aviv. It's like just imagine you're on the beach, smoking a hookah, you're chilling. Like, and you, the aesthetics of Tel Aviv are so unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It just it's so serene. And we're just sitting there. It's like one thirty two in the morning, and like we had just been there for like a day. And like I just felt that, especially because I was sick in Israel for ten days. The right. first the first part of Chag and like Yom Kippur and that stuff. I just felt like I didn't get everything out of Israel I wanted to get out of it and I felt at that moment that we were leaving and I was like I can't leave Israel right now like I'm in Tel Aviv on the beach like we didn't get to experience Tel Aviv right and like I remember last time we were there three years ago me and Label loved Tel Aviv yeah. like it was it was one of our best times so we had like four or five days there so I just looked at him and I was like it was something that was going on in my head for a while for like probably 10 to 12 hours but I didn't want to bring it up because I knew that if I get it in Label's brain that like boom, it's off to the races. Now if we find something, so I was like, I don't want to be the I don't want to be the guy that like just because I had things I had to get back. For. He he had things exactly. Wait, wait, let me just 
guess I'm clear here. You didn't want to say it earlier. You wanted to wait until right before your flight. So I didn't want to say. I, I was thinking of not saying it at all because I knew that he had so much to get back to here, sure, and sure. I didn't have nearly as much to get back to here. <laughs> so I didn't want to put it in his brain no, and give him that. Literally, the idea was I didn't want to give him the nisayon of like what to do. But then I was just sitting on the beach and I just was like. Labe's like, this is too amazing. I'm sorry. Like, I'm going to give you the decision. It, it happens to me every single time I'm in Tel Aviv, even three years ago. I get there after Chag. I spend the whole Chag in Yushalayim. And when I get to Tel Aviv, I'm like, why the hell did I not spend more time here? And first I started, I'm like, Shuni, we're leaving. We're out of here. We're not like, not, and he's like, and then I'm like, like a minute later, I'm like, hmm, maybe, maybe we should stay. And then a minute later, I switched the ticket to like, till Monday morning. Like literally that's how I went, booked a new Airbnb, the whole nine yards. Unbelievable. And we spent Shabbos in Tel Aviv. And, and was, it was, it, was it a Shabbos for the books? I, it was fantastic, fantastic was Shabbos. Really amazing. And I'm actually happy I did it. I have a thing that I like to come back before, like I like to come back Friday or before the weekend because I feel like if I come back Monday, then I'm not really ready for the week and I end right. up just killing a whole week. So I told, Shmuley was asking me if I enjoyed it and I said, well, this week is going to tell me whether or not I made the right decision, but I've been able to get back into things. Yeah, I feel like, uh, I was going to say, I feel like you, you transitioned fine. Yeah, Tuesday morning I was in the office. Like I came, landed Monday at nine, Tuesday morning right back, right back to normal. Dude, that's unbelievable. It worked out nicely. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that's beast mode. You're on a, you're on a beach in Tel Aviv and then the next day you're in the office? We have things to do. Can we not talk about that I clean my room? We have... (laughs) We guys, guys, we have things to do. We have people who are angry at us. We have podcasts that we have to. You, we do. <laughs> I don't know if it's a we. I think it's a me <laughs> right now. Wow. Usually, usually you're the one in the hot seat. Oh, totally. And I'm the one defending you. The funny part is, <laughs> my name is on your voice. It's mislabeled. No one knows who the hell you are. For, not right. that no one knows yeah, who yeah, you of are. Of course. But it's like the podcast. Did you hear what Shmuley said on mislabeled? Wait a second. So label said something. It's like automatically. Right, so you're getting you. the heat automatically. You're pretty much out of the hot seat. I think. Ish. Ish, yeah, yeah. But Some of, I'll put it this way: this is where the cooking's happening, and then you're the frying pan, and I'm just getting some of the oil <laughs> flying back from the schnitzel that's being made, and it's hitting me Amazing. in the face. But I think you would so. even agree at the end of the day that the people that are quote unquote angry at you and having a, like a tie on you, those are people that I, I think you would agree like they're being a little bit too intense and too harsh on you. That's my opinion. Like, what, what did you do wrong? Even in their view, I disagree. Okay. And I'm glad we're bringing it up because Tell me why we're going to straight first into we're going to we're going to I think we're going to open the floor to Shmuley first because Shmuley's the star of this show. Um, but I'm happy to get into this right now because I will, cannot wait to double down <laughs> on my actual opinions. But I want to hear Shmuley's Shmuley. What what are your thoughts on this this situation? So I, I I honestly I'd appreciate if you give me a more targeted question right now. Give me a targeted sure. question. Okay, Shmuley. For those, if anyone is listening to this who doesn't know what happened, um, we posted a clip like on Chalmai Sukkis that was really just a clip of Shmuley. So it was just a Shmuley clip where we were having a longer, in the midst of a longer discussion about Ezra Snashim, which is the all-women's Hatzala, uh faction that came out. It was started by Judge Fryer, who was the Hasidic lady who was also a judge. And there was a clip where Shmuley said... You know, what was meant to just be a funny joke, talking about how he's not strong enough to be an Atsala, but it was, the way it was said, or the uh, the take, or the way it was said, something about this clip, I'm just, I'm reporting facts. Go, go, something go, about go, this drop, clip drop. inflamed, it inflamed people, it and we got it. more comments on, than, uh, we had so much engagement. There was None s- of it positive. There was, <laughs> there, was, there was 63 to 73 comments just... Blasting, 73. I 73 comments just blasting me. I'm a misogynist. I'm a bad person. I All these things. So what I want to ask you is, what do you have to say back to 
the, our viewers, to the people who commented, to sure. Ezra Snushim. What do you want to say? Sure. Okay, so it's a multiple, it's a multifold answer, obviously. The first thing that I would like to say is obviously my values as a human being is to always, you know, try to listen to the other side, be empathetic, try to hear the other side, and then from there make a decision of my own actions, right? So how I view the situation is I see there is a, there is, there's men and women, and then there's a small faction of women, maybe bigger than I think, that are extremely sensitive towards this topic right now. I think the 73 comments, I think, come from that smaller faction of women. I don't think it's all women. Um, that's number one. Number two, of that smaller faction of women, and again, I could be wrong. Maybe it's more. I am empathetic towards the fact that they are sensitive towards the joke, but it is a joke, and I make jokes. Anyone that knows Shmuley Warren, I will make jokes about anything and everything. It has nothing to do with woman, man. If you're, I will make Holocaust jokes. I will make cancer jokes. I will make jokes about Jews. I'll make jo jokes about gays. I'll make jokes about everything. I am not afraid to shy away from that. Anyone that knows me knows that I have a very sarcastic personality. Everyone knows that I also have a huge heart, I think. I think the people that know me. And everyone knows that the jokes that I make are jokes. Now, there are times where when I make a joke, it toes the line well. And there are times when I make a joke and it goes too far. And I make a joke about something and it's like, bro, that was just way too far. You can't make a joke about someone's family like that or someone this like that. I'm like, okay, that's the struggle I deal with. Shmully Warren is... And I'm talking in third person, but Shmuley Warren is a very humorous person. A very, I'm a very lighthearted person. And to me, a joke is a joke is a joke. And so not often in life do I eventually get pushback from a joke. This was a joke. And to me, the way that I viewed it is I wasn't making fun of women in, uh, that they're like women are doing Hatzala. I think it's great. Like they, they should have their own Hatzala. Go, Koltov, as long as they have qualifications and you know, they're helping out. I have no problem with it. I also have a very, 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 um, <clears throat> I admire uh, Judge Fryer a lot. I think she's done amazing things. When you guys showed me um, the, the picture, I also didn't know it was Judge Fryer. It wouldn't have changed my opinion of the picture. The picture as a joke is, it looks funny. I will not back down from that. 100%. It looks funny. You know what also would look funny? If you put four guys with pot bellies that are 50 years old as the Hatzala thing when they're trying to raise $18 million. This is not a man-woman thing. Like, this is just an overall, it looked like a funny image to me. It had nothing to do with, oh, women aren't strong or women can't be an Hatzala or women can't do this or women can't do that. It had nothing to do with it. I just looked at the image and I was like, this looks funny to try to, you know, show, show EMTs. Like, this just looks... Specifically when you're trying to... As a, as a, obviously in this movement where they're trying to show that they're strong and capable and all that, choosing that photo is a hilarious choice of trying to show that. That is funny. There's no in between. And I would make the same joke if it was mine and Shmoli's mom on the thing. This is hilarious. You guys need to get a better marketing team and need to get a little bit more in touch with your, yeah, your marketing and your publicity push. That, that's just how it is. It's funny. Doesn't mean anyone, doesn't mean anyone has any opinion other than the fact that the, picture is funny now there is another side to this which i'll let you talk about oh i mean there is a side to the actual opinion on the oh, before, before we get to that yeah. i just want to say yes i'm imperfect one of the imperfections that i deal with is the fact that i am extremely extremely sarcastic and even though i pride myself on being extremely empathetic and communicative and care about people's feelings sometimes my jokes go overboard it happens 
It happens. I don't and if the people one second and and in this specific case, I don't think the joke is overboard. The people that do think the joke is overboard, the podcast is not for you and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um I'm sorry if I'm going to, you know, we're going to lose followers. I'm like the if you're getting upset about this specific joke, like the jokes could get worse than that sometimes. They could be better like they're jokes to me. They could be I, about anyone. Could, they could be about anyone. Like to me, it's not it's not a reflection of what my what my feelings are towards things. Like, for example, this is a great example. Do I think the Holocaust is funny? No, I think the Holocaust was a horrible, horrible thing that happened to us as as humans. It was a travesty. It was the biggest genocide that it was un like unfathomable. Unfam- unfathomable. And if I watch a a, mo- a movie like The Pianist. Which is a movie about a piano guy that goes through the or war. Schindler's List. That, or Schindler's List. I can tear up. I can cry. I also will make jokes about the Holocaust. Now, is that a din in me being a bad person? Maybe. Uh, maybe it is. I, I'm just saying, maybe it is. Like, you, go ahead. You can make a din on me that that makes me a bad person. I like jokes. I think jokes are jokes are jokes. And you're basically and saying, if I'm not mistaken, that you're secure enough in yourself that if someone thinks that you're a bad person, because yeah, that, that's if fine. you think I'm a misogynist because I made a joke about what uh about a woman's Ezra, Ezra Nashim about what what the photo looks like, and therefore I therefore somehow don't you know respect women. I I think that you're short sighted in your opinion of me. Um, with that being said, you're welcome to have your opinion to me the same way I'm welcome to have my opinion of Ezra Nashim. What about if they were calling you a misogynist because you felt that they couldn't do the job? I don't so so this is so this is a twofold thing. I believe that everyone should get an equal opportunity in general in life. It's Jordan Peterson says it great. Equal opportunity doesn't mean equal outcome. And what I mean by that is when it comes to EMTs, when it comes to people of this nature, there is a there is an overall reason, I think, why Hatsala originally was made and it was an all-male thing. I don't think the specific reason, maybe it could be that it just was in the very right-wing litvish belt, and because of that, therefore, you know, keep women in the kitchen, which uh, it's possible that that's the reason why. I think it was more because men are, when it comes to EMT and- Survival of the fittest. Survival of the fittest. And I think that, that people realize that they are the best suited for this. Now, does that mean that women cannot do it? Absolutely not. Women can do it. I think they should have to meet the exact qualifications that men can meet. That's that that's that's I don't think that there should be a um that there should be a lower or or not a lower standard. I don't think there should be a standard that's different because you're a man or you're a woman. You have to be able to save lives. You have to be able to you have to be able to do everything you're able that you're able to do with this job. And I do believe that certain jobs are better suited for certain people. And one last thing, it's the same thing with nurses. I think women are better suited to be nurses. Than men are. Does that make men a lesser being because they they're not as I think comforting and compassionate and able to be communicative and able to tend to people with care when they're sitting in a hospital and not knowing what's going to happen with themselves? You know, if you have a cancer patient sitting in a in, in a bed, like I think that a woman is more fit to you know twelve to fourteen hours a day while they're not going through intense chemo. You know, keep that person's spirits alive and to in and and do the work that a nurse does, which is there's tons of the the medicine part of it, which is, you know, keeping the fluids and the injections and everything. And all the things that nurses do are amazing. But one thing that comes to the job that's a nurse that's extremely important is being that comfort for a human being. And it's a twofold thing. Nurses have to be amazing at the medicine part and they have to be amazing at the comfort part. And I think women are more suited to do that than men. Now, does that mean men can't do it? No. It means that there is a yeah. less amount, I believe, in the men in a field 
in that field. Of, I mean, you're talking that, in generalizations, but there's always going to be individuals. Correct. Can I say and one I don't think minorities. that makes. I, I don't s- think that that makes. Can I say one other thing that I think is important? You specifically uh, qualified your statement, if I may say, um, about this whole topic was that women aren't as strong as men phys- from a physical standpoint. I will back that up any day of the week. I don't care what anyone says, and I don't think you should back down from that. Women are not as strong. As men are. They're not as You could bring strong. any woman into LA Fitness with me. I guarantee you 99% for the most part, I'll outbench them. Because that's normal physics the way God made the world. Okay. And Shmuley was saying in that entire thing was that he was under the impression that you need to be strong, physically strong, which is how he continued his statement saying that I'm not physically strong and therefore I'm not in that solo. And that's why he believed they can do the job appropriately. Great point. There's nothing wrong with that. That was what he's saying. Now, I do think the reason why I rub people the wrong way because you set a certain line, which is your humor, like, what are they going to do? Or something like that. Exactly. So that was the yes. point in that statement that rubbed people the wrong way. But again, those are people that are looking, I think, for the most part. Maybe it's a little distasteful, but it, to, 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 you know, that's pretty much also, it. Also, like, me. again, when it comes to, when, when, when it comes to, and we'll let Zach, we'll let you have your piece mm-hmm. from very quiet and very, um, I've noticed, so attentive. So thank you for that. But another thing is, is like, yeah. You know, another thing about Shmuley Warren, I'm very self-aware. I'm an ignoramus sometimes, okay? And one of the things that I'm an ignoramus about, the people in the comments are like, EMTs don't have to be strong. 99% of what they do is not being strong. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not an EMT, and I made an ignoramic statement <laughs> thinking that EMTs, like, are better off being strong. Maybe they're not better off being strong. I would, I think that you are better off being strong, because even if the 2 or 3% of cases that you need to be strong in, like, why would you not want them yeah. to be able to be able to do that? Now, again, if Ezra Nashim is dealing mostly with pregnancies and mostly with, you know, um, women that are in distress in communities that don't feel comfortable um, having a man tend to them in in a scenario where they can the women can do just as good of a job, call it a vote. Like Ezra Nashim, I'm sure there's a need for it. Like and my thing was not like against Ezra Nashim and it wasn't against um, women being EMTs. It was just an overall this photo looks funny to me from an aesthetic point of view. And number two, my point was, okay, overall, the EMT, uh, the EMT spectrum, spectrum uh, the, or the EMT career or job, whatever it is, I think is more suited and fit for a male. And I'm not going to back down from either one of those statements. With those statements, I'll also qualify saying that sometimes I'm an ignoramus and sometimes I make sarcastic jokes that go too far. I don't think this one went too far. Okay. Zach, go ahead. Um, first of all, well said, well said. Um yeah, and let it be known that there's going to be a lot of times on this pod that I'm going to have a different opinion on you guys. There's going to be times when I do judge you guys. There's going to be times when you judge me, and there's going to be times when we just disagree on things. That's why you're here. I still show up. Why? Because I know you guys. I know that you guys mean well, and uh, this pod's doing a lot of good. Honestly, I'm so proud of the episode we just put out with Rafi. Like, legitimately proud. I, I know that that was uncomfortable for you to some degree. Not even a little bit. Why would it be uncomfortable to me? You text me as much. What? You texted me as much. What did I text you? About the Rafi episode. No. What did I text you? Tell me what exactly I texted you. You told me that you were you were feeling a little... You said I, w- I was uncomfortable during the pod about... As I said, and you were uncomfortable during this pod. I said there's one specific clip that I don't want to release as just a clip because it's out of context. And it's going to be taken out of context. I think I know out of context. You know, of course you know which one. It's not a rocket. Yeah. No, label wasn't uncomfortable yeah. with that. I think that conversation was no. a very necessary. Well, then honestly, that's, that's even better. Because that, that really, I think that goes a long way towards showing people, like, what type of people you guys are. Like, I think that... Um... May I just say one thing? Yeah, of course. Okay. 
everyone is going to think, and I probably don't have to defend myself on why the hell am I defending myself? I'm not even sure. But everyone's going to think they understand me. They know me. I think you would even think that originally. I don't think anyone who actually gets to know me, I think it's very nuanced. And the I same way- everything is probably more nuanced. No, but what I mean to say by that is you just thought that I would have a problem putting out the Rafi episode and that I'm more no, right wing. I only said that because you- Text me as much. But you're misunderstanding. Okay, I'm very, so, very nuanced. So let's, I think the Rafi yeah. uh, episode is extremely, extremely important. And I have no problem putting it out from any of my values, even though I'm a from Jew. And how Torah says it's, you know, uh, obviously what the Torah says about, you know, being homosexual. And I still absolutely think it's an extremely important episode to put out for everyone in the from community to go and see what someone who's a good person is dealing with. And if you can't be empathetic and understand what someone has a challenge that you don't have and you want to go and judge them. That's you're missing the boat. That's I don't even think Torah would tell you to do that. Okay. So I think it's an extremely, yeah. extremely important episode. Very well said. That's where I okay. I'm glad I brought that up because I'm glad that you got that soundbite off. I, I have a few things. If you guys will give me like just two minutes to like gather my thoughts, I'm going to try to talk about a few things. And I'm not even really – I'm just going to get into it. Um, to me, there seems to be different philosophies around – so much of this is about censorship. So much about this is about – joking versus serious and should i have to change my my attitudes or my behaviors my opinions or how i behave and act in a public sphere based off the sensitivities of others i'm not going to come out with a hard opinion on anything if people want to come to me privately i can tell you what i personally would do if with my you know with my platform with with what i believe with talking about, just talking about the philosophy i think that there's a feeling out there in the world where if you're given a platform and Label has given us a platform and he's given himself a platform, we are a public-facing thing now. We are we are Shmuley Warren, Label Wiener, and Zach Adler in our private lives, but we are also mislabeled. A pod that gets put on Instagram, that gets put on YouTube, sure. that is has hushpa, influence. Literally the word influencer, what we all want to be. We all just want to sure. get that influencer yeah, yeah. check. We have influence. Now, women in the from world have been fighting a fight for quite a long time and they've made a lot of tremendous inroads and just just in terms of optics i think that what happened with our clip optics i'm not talking about judging because i don't want anyone getting defensive it's not judging on the on the people and there's so always more nuance at the end of the day we and i'm taking full responsibility because i posted that clip we posted a clip that didn't show nuance and the optics were really bad optics meaning how is someone who's going to watch this going to view it and I think we further alienate. I don't, at the end of the day, yes, there's going to be some people who are, not, who are not for this podcast. But I also, to me, at least to my mind, you sh- there should be a way that anyone can watch anything. I, th- there's already so much polarization in the world with oh, the really sensitive woke people won't watch Joe Rogan and, and the Joe Rogan people won't watch this and, and this because, and I, I think if our pod could be you know, a place where we can say the jokes, but we come off as respectful, then we could probably be one of the few spaces where you could have a Rafi Burritos, or you could have a me, and then you could have people who are a little bit more edgy, a little bit less edgy. I think that just the optics were really bad. I think that it was, it was, it was, if you have to put it in the, no, really listen, like, if you're a from girl who in any way, shape, or form has felt that, you haven't had a place in the from world as much as men. When you open up Hamo Dia magazine, you do not see your own face for the since you were born. 
and you do, like there's no music sung by them really there's like two tapes out there like you're just literally disappearing and your life becomes like like the little like like to him and going shopping and cooking for the family and like the men are the public sphere and here's three more dudes in the public sphere shitting on the one, on the women just trying to do their own thing yes it's a joke but i think we can all agree jokes can hurt that's all i'm saying i i taking it in what you're saying mm-hmm. so two things to that number one i agree with you jokes sometimes can hurt and you have to know whether you've crossed the line or not which is what i said right yeah number two you did put out a really shitty clip of me like <laughs> let's just call it what it is like you made me look so freaking bad you put out a shitty clip of me you put out eight seconds of me just looking at an image going what the fuck are they doing like yeah but if you watch the entire pod that's not what it was and like the joke itself obviously we we you try putting out when you're any when you're doing any social media you're trying to put out the thing that's gonna that's gonna you know pop pop yeah and, no and, I, and, and and you tried to I'm I want to take full Look, responsibility one second, one second. yeah I'm not gonna I Zach I love you I'm not I'm like you put out a shitty clip of me big whoop onto the next like that's the difference of mislabeled podcast in my opinion of us like okay so you put out a shitty clip of me I look bad for a little bit big deal I also think what you're saying about the towing the line of like being able to have everyone watch no. I, what I was so so I, I've I think I was talking to you about this on the phone and I said this as follows you can't qualify every one of your statements every single time you say something that's if you want to get every single person to watch every single episode that means that every single time that you think that you're towing some line you have to then play devil's advocate every single time first of all we don't have enough time to do that secondly that's not how you that's not how podcasts work that's not how you get to know people in general in life. In general in life, you don't get to know people just based on them saying something and then you getting upset and then them qualifying it and things. You get to know them over the course of time and you get to know them over the course of their content am, over yeah, time. Yes. So what so what I'm saying Thank is yeah. so what I'm saying is is the same way when you date a girl or when you know you're in school with someone you could be in a toxic relationship where you meet someone on the basketball court and you're best friends with them and then they don't pass it to you and then they're best friends with them. It, or you can just get to know – or when you're dating someone, you can like, you know, have a judgment on them after one or two dates because they did one thing. Or, or over the course of a month or two months, if you see some good in them or you see something in them, you see nuance, you see the full picture. And when you see the full picture, that's when you make a determination right. of who are these people, yeah. who are they not. If you're going to want to watch – if you're going to go to a clip and make a determination of who Label Wiener or Shmuley Warren or Zach Adler is – that's a, by the way, that's a din in you. Correct. Straight up, a din in you. Like, if you really, if, if you want, if you I'm want. I'm going to interject for a second. So I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to, no, I'm going to interject for a second. Because I, I don't, I'm not going to blame someone. Like, social, that's how, so that's the social media game. There, we don't expect people, you see something out of context. Like, if, otherwise, let's say you, I had to invent this person. Because who doesn't know Kanye West is, right? Let's say some dude just dropped on earth. And he's like, who's Kanye, what's Kanye West about? All he sees is what he's done the past month. I don't expect him to be like, well, actually, like, he's not going to make it back to graduation. He's not going to do that. He's just going to be like, sure. this dude sucks. Kanye so, West is not for him. Right. Again, by the way, someone, I just someone say, by the way, someone will take that, that, that comment out of context. <laughs> like, that, that's, but it's the yeah. truth. Like, yeah. Like, if you really, really believe, I'll, I'll say it very strongly, if you really, really believe that Shmuley Warren is that eight second clip. And you have not listened to anything else on Mislabeled and you've listened to nothing else and you've never met me in person or anything. Yeah. And you want to make a judgment on me and you want to say I'm a misogynist. You want to say that I'm this. You want to say I'm that. Call it a vote. 
do whatever you want to do. Like, I don't live my life that way, personally for myself. When when I see someone do something, and I, even if someone wrongs me, and Label can attest to this, you can attest to this, anyone. When people wrong me, I go, why is... Why did that person do that thing? So you wanna, know, people I, have I different reasons. Make why they do I want to make a I say one, Can I say one other thing? In fairness, I've been quiet for a few minutes. That's I want to say That's one true. important yeah. thing. Yeah. The reason why I don't really have a problem with the whole thing, and I've stood strong in this, as much as you're pushing back, and as someone that started this podcast and has a certain vision for it, I learned a lot of new things about this whole, as a snushing thing, to be... And that's all. The whole gamut. I didn't even know anything about it, to be honest. I just thought the picture was hilarious. I came across the fact they were doing a parlor meeting on Instagram. They showed the picture on Instagram. I thought it was hilarious. That's how this whole thing started. Why now, is what, the picture hilarious? Okay, I'm not even. If you don't no, find if you don't find it funny, I'm sorry. There's, there's I, 60 percent of people. No, because I, I think, think, think there's an important discussion to be had over why that picture is hilarious. No, I don't. I, there's, there's no discussion. Well, I'm on your pod, and I would like to have that discussion. Okay. okay. No discussion. I'm on your so, pod, and I'd like to have that so discussion. I'll tell you. I'll tell what, you. Why. No, I, I'll. I think I can guess. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. It's because of the way they're dressed. It's because of their age. It's but what's, what's that do with that? What's their because Hatsala? Because you're trying to because you guys said this over and over and over again, and you said that Hatsala. If you're gonna show that oh the women can do this too, then put your best foot forward. And this isn't your best foot. If you're Hatsala, wait a second. Hold up. Hold up. And if you're Hatsola and you're trying to raise money, like I said earlier, you don't put four 50-year-olds that are fighting for each other's pizza pies on a Saturday night, okay, with their, with their uh, whatever, their walkie-talkies, okay? You don't show those guys if you're trying to raise money for Hatsola. You show, you show four or five in shape why guys. Why do we have to dissect like, it? It's, it's a funny not, picture. It's, a, it's just a simple thing. Like, it's a it's funny. funny. Why, is it it. Not, why is it not fun? If my, uh, straight up. The question's on you. Why my, is it not because, funny? Because, because in... So here's, here's, this is the important point I wanted to make, which is, I think that you just have to view these things. My opinion is that you have to view these things in the light of how these things are, are within the dynamics of the from community. I know you're going to say this. Yeah. Th Be more th sensitive to the women factor because women are oppressed from the Jewish standpoint, from, it, it, from, from a right-wing exactly, community. Exactly. I, I'll okay, tell you why I well, disagree, and I was in the middle of saying this, but you cut me off. Not in the, I'm not no, saying, and that is my hold opinion. On, I'm not that's saying that. Okay, that's fine, and I'm not saying that. But I will tell you that I learned a lot about Ezra's Nashim, okay, about this whole thing. And what I learned is um, that it wasn't actually Ezra's Nashim at all that – it wasn't that Ezra's Nashim wanted to join Atzal and Atzal didn't let them. Ezra's Nashim tried starting their thing on their own, and Atzal went and sued them to not allow them to start their own thing. Now that – I think on, that's – Hold on. Let me talk. That, to me, is the most bananas – Ludicrous thing. Hatzal should be embarrassed of themselves. Agreed. The, the level of insecurity. That's you're going to get a comment roll of Hatzal, I, I guess. And you know something? I don't give a shit. Let me explain that to you. And not only that, Hatzal, I've heard, has gone and sued Palm Beach Hatzal. I mean, we're here to save people's lives. We're not here to play politics. The fact you're suing a different person because you want to remain in what seems like power, unless I'm totally missing something, and you're going to try to gang up on a, a bunch of uh, on seven to ten women that want to, you know, go see, uh, you know, women who are uncomfortable, and that solid guy comes. There's a level of insecurity and arrogance and and just bad meadows overall. Now, I just went and I took a shit on Atsala because they deserve it. You know what my point is? That I don't care. It doesn't make an actual we, difference to me. I say what I feel is funny and what the truth is. And some people will be offended by my my joke that I thought that was Russian picture is funny. And there's a lot of Atsala guys that will be very offended by what they just heard right now. We're equal and opportunists. that is the yes. way it works. So I don't need to... As people watch this pod, they will learn... 
that you're equal opportunist in a system that is not equal. So, okay, so first of all, I, you'll I, make fun so, of everyone so, so, and you'll shit so, on everything, but at the end of the day, what from women don't need is another public yeah, group of men yeah, shitting so on them. So there's two things. There's two things. Get it, get it, get it. Um, so, so there's two things. Number one, that's, one thing, that's not really a logical no, argument back to what I'm saying. You're just making a face. No, because I, I think that anyone who has some sort of sense of humor can understand and see past that we're not actually shitting on them. We're making a joke. That is the difference between a joke and someone being serious. We're not actually oppressing them. It's a joke. Now, if you can't take a there's joke, there's a decent amount of truth to. Especially to, it wasn't like the whole thing was that funny. At the end of the day, it's, I hear what you're saying that like, it wasn't like, it didn't look like they were the toughest group. And at the point we were laboring over under the fact, I'm not here to dissect that specific clip in the moment. I'm, I'm just trying to bring to light what the women are thinking who got upset. They're not these crazy, like, so sensitive, overly so woke people. They are. Wait, 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 wait. No, one they're second. not. They're so, normal women so, who just are fighting for something. And I think even Shmuley agrees so one with second, me on this. There's two things. There's two hey, things. So there's not the one thing I will say. Two things, but the first thing I will there, say. One, but do you hear what I'm saying, Label? I'm sorry. I hear but you. I don't know if you're right about that. Because I'm getting my point. They're not oversensitive. You're I, allowed to have. You're you're allowed. That is an okay thing for you to be like. I'm gonna say what I think is funny, and we all know you're a good. You guys are good people. But you, I think you're coming from a point where you think they're being overly sensitive. I don't think they're being overly sensitive. I think they are. Okay, so that's an I argument that's, you guys so That's have. an argument. What I will say, though, one thing I will say is that I don't know if you're right about this or how exactly to say it. But, yeah, I'm so confident in myself being a good person, respectful of women and things like that, that my joke is a joke. And maybe that has always been my... You know, my sarcasm has always come from a place that I'm so secure in the fact mm -hmm. that I've, and I will bring this out as a hammer. I've been to therapy for eight years. I'm extremely communicative, exp extremely empathetic. Any girl I've ever dated, any girl I've ever been involved with, I bring them up one by one. I don't, like, I don't give a shit. Like, I guarantee you they'll have my back. Or at least they'll say good things even if they don't want to have my back. Because obviously every single thing doesn't end, you know, like, beautifully, uh, always. beautifully always. But like, um, and my joke because of that is seen through the lens of Shmuley Warren. In the lens of Shmuley Warren, a joke is a joke because in his brain, he knows that he actually doesn't believe that this certain thing is what makes them, a, is what makes a woman a woman, like what makes them respected, what makes them, you know, like in my mind, like what makes them in, amazing. Like I think women are just as good as men in terms of like, the, in, been, in, terms of, in terms of life. If you've been through that much therapy, are you willing to apologize? Apologize for what? Because what something said, you said, I said hurt I, some people. I said, I said. So the so I'm I said, willing to pause. I'm so sorry I, for ever posting so the clip. I said, so I said for the people really that are super super. I I believe this. So the people that were very that that it was decent that that I am my jokes are going to be not sensitive to almost everything. Okay, that's who I am. It's what I deal with. There's I don't know if there's pros to it. I'm funny, but there's definitely cons to it. And one of the cons is that people can get offended sometimes. So then I have to make a decision. I have to make a decision if. The people got if the people that got offended overall are getting offended over something that is a din in me, or is it them being very mm -hmm. sensitive? Mm -hmm. And to me, I think most of the people that are most of the people that are upset at me are being very sensitive around this specific topic for certain reasons. With that being said, I'm also I like I said I am empathetic towards the fact, and I'm sorry that they feel that way. Like I I'm sorry that's not, I I don't care. I know the face because that's sympathy, not empathy, and I understand that. But like I can't. I can't say something that I don't I don't feel. I don't feel bad for saying the joke. I don't. I don't feel bad for saying the joke. I do I do feel for them that they don't like the joke, 
but like I can't them. that it irritates them. Like that bothers me that I irritated someone. But at the end of the day, it's, I I, I, it, I, I just can't loved, I can't please everyone. I, I don't know how to explain it. When you're in the, this line of work, you're, you're, I can't please everyone. Like this I, is not work, bro. This is we have a fucking podcast. I know. So yeah, like I can't I, please I, everyone. Not, uh, but I can't please everyone. Like are you? Let's say let's say you had a right wing uh, a rabbi and you said something woke and it bothered him. Would you say I'm sorry to him? If I like personally offended like made him feel smaller or made him let's feel say, more marginalized let, than you I did. would. Maybe, no, he, no. maybe he felt that way. You said maybe he felt maybe that did, way. But let's say but let's say eighty percent of people don't feel that way. And he feels that if way. So I, you'd, you'd apologize say, only, I, only look, to him? I have I've done this at Shabbos meals. I'm I'm a sarcastic motherfucker too. When I say things, I love saying jokes. I like being edgy, I like pushing the line. If if something goes too far and someone comes over to me and says, by the way, that actually hurt, I will say, Hey, you know what? I'm really sorry. So I'm sorry to those to people. Sure. Like and those but, people deserve our but, but I don't know. I don't think there's some crazy faction it's of not, women. It's not about crazy or not the, crazy. It's in my brain few, what I believe. One second. It's in yeah. my brain what I actually believe is the medium and what I believe are the outskirts. Okay. I believe is the outskirts of the bell curve that are the people that are very upset at me. I do, I do think that. I think it's the outskirts and of some the people could think that they just don't agree with him or that he's ignorant of the subject. Yeah, people, people can, that people are actually that my, upset and hurt and right. commenting on social media, honestly. People can think my humor is not funny. Right. People can think I'm not funny. People or, can be like, oh, Shmuley's an idiot. Under, Great. I, so I just want to focus on label because yes. I, I I think you're being a little bit dismissive. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm all up in my own ass in this. I don't know. But to me, it seems we're being a little dismissive of the fact that there is a decent amount of power with being a public-facing all-male group that – Two of you are wearing keepers. Well, one of them's coming where I have right now, but you guys are from, and I'm fromish. So, like, we're it's it's not like we hurt them. Like, they're not sitting there licking their wounds, bro. These these women probably have kids. They've got a life. They have lives. But they took their time out. They took their <laughs> they they took life. You're you, making a no. Point. So no, you have to because you have to think about it. If you, I'm just going to assume that they have lives. So why did they come? Out of the work of their lives to flapper, comment because they're sick of seeing this shit, and I can feel I bad about yeah. being a part of this shit that they've had to deal with for the past one hundred years. It's a lot of left wing women. Yes, correct. Left wing women are people. I agree, yeah, but you, no, 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 no. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. They are. I also believe that amongst also. Left- I also believe that amongst the Jewish community. Yeah. I believe that the bell curve of I told you when it comes to the total. The, the total amount, when it, like on a, on a pie graph, I think they are 25 out of 75%. And so like... They're, what's the therefore, though? The therefore is, is that... If what the is majority, the therefore if, that they're small? They're, they're, exactly, they're a minority. Oh, so, so, so now we are saying they're a minority because I've you originally seen, said that, you know, originally in the, in the, in the middle of the podcast, well, well, you said they're not a minority. No, I think that they are more of women who you guys would label as leftist in terms of this, in terms of like trying to have feminist ideals in the from community than you would think. That's all I said. I don't I think there's a majority. That, I just think... But who cares? What's the I, difference? Uh, because I... You know our majority because, white. Like, because there's a lot of them. Because no. there's a lot of people I disagree with in right. life in general. And if I disagree with their ideals in general in life, why am I saying sorry to them for something that because I don't... Because you're not saying... The, the apology... Again, we're not... What's the apology for? Because they're hurt? Not... Yes. Okay, so my question is... We apologize when so, we hurt people, so not when we disagree is, them. You don't have to ever... One second. This is very important. I want to say this right to the camera. No. You never... Have to apologize for an opinion. Why if they're hurt? You, apolo- you apologize. They if didn't really you, get hurt by the opinion. If I say yes, right they there, did. Right yes, they, they did. They did, but they also got hurt by the way it was said. I think that there was. They got a, hurt by whatever they got hurt by. They got hurt by something. And like, I do not. Wor- by the way, I'm going to come at you right now. I do not for one second believe that if you had a strong take on the yeshiva system, 
and a rabbi was under your comments and was offended by it, okay, because he's a right-wing good rabbi, that you would go and be like, I'm sorry that I offended you, Rabbi. I don't think you would do that. I think you'd be like, I stand by my comments because most of the people that I'm around feel this way towards the yeshiva system and you fucked us over. Right. I, 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 I do not believe that. I, would I, I like do not to, believe. I would let, you would like to believe. I put money down that you wouldn't. I put money. I mean, give this pot enough time and that exact scenario is about to happen. So, okay. But you're already, yeah. I also think number two, I also think number two, you have a better chance of doing it only because you live in a woke world that I don't live in that is more accustomed to wanting to politically correct themselves. And so, and to make everyone and, and happy so you and want to make that rabbi happy. Part, yeah. You can't make everyone happy, Zach. It's not going to happen. True. And so, like, may I say one thing? No. I also, I don't like the, the the vibe that I feel like on the pod right now. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm calling myself out. I'm not here to chastise you guys. Like, I'm, I'm really not. And I think, I think I was it's doing a, a little bit of that. It's a good this. conversation. I'm not chastising you. I don't think I don't have a moral high ground here. I also was very responsible for that clip. And it, trust me, Bro, like, I'm totally chastising cool. myself. But I've done a lot of thought about this and i'm just i'm trying to think out here on this pod in real time about like what did i learn from this experience where do i feel like i need to grow and you're right you don't need to please everyone all the time but i will remember something it's one of the things that i remember most clearly from one of my rebaim he was quoting Rabbi Saul Salanter, and he said in this world you have to be you should aim to be sensitive to other people's sensitivities and insensitive to their insensitivities and I'm just trying to be more sensitive. Uh, by the way, I don't disagree with you. I think you can we, have a rockin' pod with some fucking hot takes and still not actually. So I don't disagree. So I don't. So I don't disagree with you, Zach. You know what I I actually, can I? I would I say, like to know. Uh, what you, label has first you, and then and then label I want has hear. been very yeah, quiet. He's been amazing. Very quiet for a while now. So like appreciate it. Like you're letting. letting yeah, you're so you guys have let me get my thing out because obviously the heat's been on me a lot, and um, Zach's been the I would you know the other opinion and so. I will say one thing that I just totally forgot about. Um, fuck. What were you saying just now? I will. I, I don't remember. Saying, what did you learn from the bot? Oh, so I will. You know, so I, what I will say is that me and Label, if we're going to be open and honest, we struggle with this all the time. Me and Label will sit down on the couch and we're like, our values are to be good, empathetic, sensitive people. And we know this. And, the question is, is that everyone deals with what they deal with in private, meaning like for one second is someone's going to judge what like jokes people make in private, like get out of here. Like I'm on Instagram all day. I see all the jokes that girls make and guys make and this person. And I see the, I'm at every Shabbos table from modern Orthodox to really from people that everyone makes sarcastic jokes. The question is on the public platform, is it different than when you're a private platform? Me and Label have this conversation all the time over like what's our values versus, you know, what's going to get what, what's going to get likes versus what's going to, you know, versus what's going to people are going to react to versus, you know, what is something that we believe. We, we have honestly, this. It's not so much, honestly, just to not to. Yeah, yeah go like, ahead. It's go not ahead. so much about likes. Not so likes. It's more just like we're. Listen, I'm a person. I'm a nonconformist. I've always been that way. And I push the line always. That's who I am. And what part of pushing the line goes against my value system, right. right? Where is that line? And that gets very blurry sometimes when you're a big personality. That's how it goes. And yes, you know, I could hang up the pot and take away all, you know, that I could take away that entire Nisalion, so to speak. But this is my creativity. I, I enjoy doing this thoroughly with every single ounce of my being. So this is part of wanting to be successful. There's, there's a lot in it. So yeah, the line gets blurred sometimes. But I'll tell you straight, you want to know what I learned from this? I would like to know. Yeah, well, I'll really tell you. Love- the only thing I actually learned from this, and this may upset you, is that <laughs> probably <will. laughs> was really honestly two things. But the only thing I really learned is that 
we have to be a little bit like we picked a bad clip. That's number one. <laughs> That's honestly number one. Whatever. I'm not blaming you. F you, Zach. No, I don't care. <laughs> number joking. one, the only thing I would say is that I'm not apologizing for the joke. I'm not. I would you didn't not, make the joke. I would, it's not even that. Such a valid point. No, I'm saying I would never, if I made the joke, I would right. never, I would never ever apologize for the joke. Not in a hundred years. The people getting offended are a bunch of Karens. Get over yourself. That's the way it is. You can release this clip. I don't give a damn. Okay. It's a joke. Everyone calm down. It doesn't mean we don't believe in you and think you're amazing people that are very capable. It's a joke. That's one. I will always stand behind the joke. And I'm okay with that. The number two thing I learned, I realized, is that I have no problem sharing my opinion for the most part. I have, like Smalley was saying before, total security in who I am, that my opinions, I know they are nuanced and they're smart. And there's a lot of people, forget about being smart, there's a lot of people that would agree with my opinions. They're not out to lunch. So I don't have to shift my opinion because a bunch of people and apologize because a bunch of people are upset about my opinion. I've spent a lot of time and a lot of thinking over the years, and I think my opinions are, are fear for the most part. Some might be a little bit more intense, some a little bit left, some a little bit right, but everyone's like that, and that's my take, and I have that right as a human being. Only thing I would that I've learned is the taste of the joke, the specific way it came out. Okay, tonality. Maybe the tonality, exactly, whatever, yeah. fine. Okay, what, I'm going to sit there and cry over it? Like, 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 like no, I'm not doing that. And well, I'm not, you weren't the butt of it. It's not you, the know, point. you know what? I'll say one thing. I'll say one sorry. This is the sorry I will say. We put on an eight-second clip that if all people saw of me or you or label or anyone, number one, it makes us look bad selfishly. But number two, that eight-second clip was not nice to women. That eight-second clip with the tonality and thing, that eight-second clip, if that's all you saw on a reel and someone just saw it, that does not, look, does not make women in the Jewish community feel good. And I'm sorry for that. That's what I'm sorry for. As opposed to what? As opposed to the entire, as opposed to the entire podcast and the entire take that I have on Ezra Snushim. Or the joke. You're the joke, the whole thing. I'm sorry that that eight second clip got released, got released and put that and, and might have pushed farther back, you know, women that are trying to do a lot of good stuff for themselves in the Jewish community. That's what I'm sorry for. I want to say one other very, very important point. And if you could just hear me out for a second. There's this whole push from the left to show that, you know, my understanding, at least of it in the way I see it, to show that women are just as capable as men and are just as, you know, uh, you know, they've been put down and they're just as strong as men, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe not physically. I'm not even getting into that. And what I would tell you, and I think is, is extremely, extremely important, the real koach of a woman, just so we're getting this on, on the right page, you want to know the koach of a woman? The koach of a woman is that the right woman can make a man and take a man to heights he can never get to. The wrong woman can break a man and bring him down to his knees. Not that that's their job. Not the point. The point is a woman who is, a woman's koach is that she has the ability to change a person's life to the degree that they never could do on their own. Why do they have to sit there and show that they're just as capable as men, this and that? If You know what the problem is? They're hanging around men that don't make them feel worthy. If they hung around men who made them feel worthy and saw their godless and their specialties and how amazing they are and that they're nothing without them, they would never feel insecure that they're not able to make enough as much money as men, that they're not able to do X, Y, and Z like a man could do. I would tell this woman to start hanging around the right guys because no woman I hang around, maybe I made a mistake once or twice, I'm not perfect, but I don't even think so, to be honest. I don't think there's any woman that I've hung around that would say that I made them feel worse, that I made them feel less than in any and, way, and, ever. And I'm okay, by the way. Wait, so I'm, I, can, I, can I just very quickly just have a direct... Response to that though, please. Um, I think that that was well said. And I think that there's parts that are really beautiful. I would say though that if we were to reverse that for a second, would you be fulfilled? I'm just wondering for myself. Would I be fulfilled if 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 a if a woman was saying, 
you know, I've hung around some really insecure men and I just, I want men to know that they have so much koach because you know what a man can do? A man could really help a woman. That's not what he's saying. You're just taking, you just told, not, told I don't, out of context. No, 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 I don't know if I'm taking out of context. A man could not help. No, no, no. Make or break. Make or break. That is first of all unbelievable. That's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. It's, People it is take unbelievable. a human being and bring him label, somewhere. Label, let me finish my yes, saying. Exactly. Yeah. It is unbelievable. But that's one aspect of a human. I, I think that there's a push that women... Men first can't of all, have the, babies. I, th- I think they'll let... Let me say my no, point before saying, we say that. Shh, let me guys, listen. guys. This is listen. a discussion. Yeah, yeah, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I think that... And I don't would never vilify these sort of like values of like... I think that's where a lot of healthy relationships come from is like there are certain gender roles specifically in like relationships and I think that they can be very beautiful and there's a lot of beauty in there, a lot of, of good humanity in there for sure. And like men should strive to be good husbands for their wives and women should strive to make their husbands, in, you know, like you were saying, make or break them, like make them into a better man. I think there, I, I think, and again, I'm not a woman, I think that part of the push is just they want to, that's one aspect of being a human, but can't we just be amazing women for women, even if we were to never get married, even if we're a lesbian, for even sure. if we're, it's got nothing to do they with could, men. And no Out good man, sure. no good man, hold on, no good women. man, no good man would ever stop her from doing that. That's my point. The, a good but, husband but, or a good person would never, hold on, hold on, do you think there's any goggle in the world that would stop their wife, if their wife had a dream or whatever, wanted to go do something, do you think they would ever stop them from going and doing it? These people are yes. angry? No. That, that, no. Those are insecure that's, that's, facts. These people, these people, I, yeah, I do no. Think there are. There's no goggle in the world that would ever do that. There, can, I, can I tell, share something with you that I'm not going to name names, but I'm going to share something with you that I once heard at a funeral that bothered me so much. It hold was, on a second. Are you going to yeah. bring a one-time case over an entire thing? That's all I want to know. This yeah, is like, sure. Oh, but that's stupid. No, one second, that one doesn't count. Uh, I would, yeah, like, no, to say, not, I would like to say I'm one I'm not thing. making two generalizations. I'm gonna I just want to finish. I just want to finish one point because I didn't finish and I got cut off. Please finish. So... <laughs> my my point is is that if if if, if all these women if, if all these women they're coming from a place of anger if they hung around good guys it, they would never feel a need to sit there and prove themselves and show hey I'm so strong I could do everything you could blah 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 it's not about that it's not it how do you know they're coming from a place of anger because it's clear and obvious that's why is it yes because they would go and do how it do you know because because I could tell. I have a basic... You have a psychology degree? Again, I mean, you're the therapist? Okay, it's my personal opinion. Also, why shouldn't they be angry? It's the, whole left is, the whole left is coming from this perspective. Why shouldn't they be? Go and do it. You're hanging around the wrong people. My friends' wives are not angry. They don't sit there. My sisters, who are married to great guys, my friends' wives, who are married to great guys, they're not sitting there on the left side writing on Instagram. You mean or your feel- sister who commented on the post and said, when did no, you guys get all, so douchey? Hold on a second. That's my 15-year-old um, sister. She's 15 years old. She's 15 years old. Okay, and but... I'm saying one thing. I'm saying one thing. <laughs> not fully formed. She's 15 years old. I love okay. you, Tehillah, but like... <laughs> hold on a second. She's 15 years old. That's not We're even the point. that out. Okay? Yeah. And she's in Ida Crown, which is literally the most left-wing school you could find. Can lastly, we- five, but that's not the point. The point, Shmuel, give me a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The point that I'm making is that none of the people that I know that are in healthy relationships, that are in good places in their life, curity be busy with this bullshit. None of them. They're focusing on their lives. They're focusing on their careers. They're focusing on their families. They have loving husbands. They feel very respected. They're not busy sitting there griping and preaching to the world about how the world should be a better place. They don't think that the Jewish gender role is a big issue. Exactly. So That's what they don't you think. Since, you th- since when did, first of all, I think part of being Jewish is to wish for a better world, no matter how great I, your marriage and career so is going. In my opinion. That's part of being but Jewish. No, but there's no We hope for a better world. And there's, uh, would okay. you? No, there's I'm, currently how one much, second. There's how, two things. There's two things. I, I no. I'm oh, go. okay. All two right, things. Go. Two things. Number one, I do believe in gender roles. 
I don't think that men should be striving to be stay-at-home dads. I don't think there should be a push for the more feminine dads, uh, for the more feminine feminine straight men to be able to, like, for women to be championing them to not, like, go and work. No, I don't think that. And I am a pretty feminine straight man. Like, I tap into my Taylor Swift, bro. Like, Can I, I ask you? If, if, I'm, like, if you don't mind me pushing back, why? Like, what no, do you mean, why? Because I believe there are gender roles. I believe that they're good. No, in... I'm saying, can you explain more? Like, oh, why, so I, why is that a bad thing? So, what do you mean, why is it a bad thing? Why is if, it a good thing? Wait, wait a second. This is what I'm getting to. Yeah, but he, why I'm is asking to defend his point. Why, why is it a good thing? Since when did we, at this point in our lives, right? We're 5,700 years, if you believe in Judaism, into the world. Yeah. Since when did we become so smart that we know what's better or worse for how to run society in the world? You tell me. Moshe Rabbeinu's times? Like uh, in, in the 1800s and the 1500s and the 12, like you tell me when we decided, and I'm not talking about like gross oppression, you know, obviously like slavery is bad. Like I'm talking about like gender roles. Since when did we decide that nowadays that somehow society is better off with everyone being completely equal men and women on every little thing that they do? Okay. And not only that, it's not even a reason. It doesn't even make sense to believe that that was. I'm not going to be able to get a point. No, no, no. I need to get my, I need to. Yeah. We're going to go back to letting someone finish their full thought and pausing and then seeing who has a response. Okay. So number one, since when did we get so haughty to believe that that's the truth? And, and number two, where is the data on that? Like, I want to know the data. Like, there is data, like, like let's say psychology and therapy that's come about in the last 30, 40 years. There's data that therapy has done good. Show me the data that it's better to live in a world where there are no gender roles. Show me the data. I don't know if we'd be able to have data just because that world doesn't really exist yet. Um, it, or it's been, first of all, first of all, first of all, it's definitely moving forward farther towards but also I, I i don't really have a comment on this because i i'm not a social scientist i'm so what i'm saying is no so if you want me I'm sorry, one second, one second. so yeah. i'm gonna finish my so sure, finish yeah. my point yeah i do believe in gender roles i have seen i have seen households and i do believe that women are more nurturing i also believe that overall women are you know that's why overall when it comes to like kids and things like that of that nature when they're younger one two three when it comes to divorce a lot of times women get, you know, the benefit of the doubt with the custody. Like there are things that just make sense in the world. And I intuitively, like, I just believe that makes sense. Now, does that mean that there aren't women that are different than that mold or there aren't men that are different than that mold? Sure, there are. But that doesn't mean that we should be championing every single thing that is different than the mold to make it the norm. Like, just because there are stay-at-home type people that are dads doesn't mean that we should start championing that the entire world should be okay being stay-at-home dads. I agree. Just because there are women that could be badass Hatsala members doesn't mean that we should be championing that women, that all women should be badass Hatsala members. Like, and I don't, like, like can, why? Can I respond? Yeah, like, I, I just, I don't think that the push to make a female Hatsala or the push for some men to be stay-at-home dads is about making that the norm. It's about making that socially acceptable. It's about making it normal. Not that it's the norm, not that it's the majority, just that it is an okay and normal thing to do and not look down upon in society. So I think that that's short-sighted. I think that, I think what you're saying is, is that once it becomes a socially acceptable, people will stop. No, people want to keep going, going 100s, 200s, 400s, and it happens to everything in life. So you're saying slippery slope. Slippery slope. You want you, you want stay-at-home dads. Yeah, everyone just, loves a slippery slope. So, so slippery slope. You want stay-at-home dads to be, you know, 
it, it to become okay for people to be stay-at-home dads? Come back to me in 300 years when 50% of people are stay-at-home dads now because it's normal. Like, that's how, this is how, when, when things become normal, that's when they start becoming norms. Like, you, you there is a point think, in time where you have to... I think that there's been yourself. a lot of proof, though, in the, in the way the world has been progressing in the past 100 years, that... 100, this has been 20 Whatever, fine, sure, whatever. In yeah, past however many years, that certain things that people fought for to be norms that probably other people or normal not even norms normal that other people's pushback against that was slippery slope once you let them have that it might get worse we're actually very on the money like you know women's rights and civil rights oh, and stuff so like I'm that i'm not talking about basic rights like, this we're is, not talking about rights we're talking about no. gender roles now two very different things so that we I, have to make I, a split I, there one right. second. I, because i don't want to get this no 100 i i know i know you're i know you're pro rights there's rights and there's roles that's in true. life. Okay, that's true. rights that's and true. roles. People like to misconstrue when you try to, you know, create gender roles. That all of a sudden, what if we didn't allow people in 1964 to have the civil rights? Those are like, rights. These are rights. I believe everyone has should have right. rights to do right. anything and everything that they want. That does not mean that what they choose is better or worse for society. If they're if the role that they're choosing overall could be that it's 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 a man's right to go and be a stay at home person. It's a woman's right, right to not have babies whenever they want. I don't think it would be good for society if every single woman in the world decided I don't want to be pregnant. It would be terrible. Uh, I feel like society would die out. I also don't think that it would be good if all men in the world decided I don't want to work. Because then women wouldn't be able to go through pregnancies. <laughs> like, like who's gonna, what's going to happen when a woman is pregnant for, six to nine, for, for nine months and has a baby and can't work for... Who knows how long it has well, to raise. Hopefully your company has good, Ho- like, hopefully, pregnancy hopefully they have good things, but hopefully yeah. they also have a husband that works. I, I don't think there's a, like, I a think huge push like, okay. in the left for stay-at-home dads, by the way. I, I could be wrong, I'm but I, ju- I don't it's, think it's, there is. It's a, it's, so he's it's, giving an example. I'm giving an example. Yeah, there's I know. A push, there's a push. There's just a push, there's for, a push for, 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 for men to feel comfortable maybe not like, you know, dropping all of their dreams to be breadwinners. There might be a push for like men being more nurturing in general or for letting their more natural nurturing side that they already have come out more. But like, I mean, like male nurses were unheard of like 20 years ago. And now there's a lot of them because there's a lot of men that are incredibly nurturing, just like, you know. Sure. So I, I just think that the push really isn't to like, oh, let's make this the norm. I think the push is just let's make sure no one feels that they can't be this. I think that so, no one feels that anymore. So, 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 one I second. Don't believe- so I go so. do it. So I think it's I think a victim. There's a tremendous I think there's a, I think there's, I think it's victimization mentality. I also think that the idea that my personal opinion, how I see Ugh. the lens of the world, yeah, because of how I grew up, and maybe because my father is an extremely amazing human being, anyone that's ever met him, maybe because I have brothers and people that are extremely amazing human beings that respect women, and I have an amazing mother and amazing sisters, and I view no one, no one gender different than the next, and everyone to respect, and when it comes to race, no race different than the next, and I... And, you can like my father for thirty years worked in the middle of a extremely extremely gentrified um, neighborhood, African American neighborhood that you know, and and ninety eight wait not, gentrified or no, Afri- I'm not gentrified, non gentrified, non gentrified African American neighborhood that was for ninety five percent black. Okay, most of his patients were black. Like what I'm saying is, is not, this is not the oh, I have black, black friends thing. This is this is my father for thirty years worked in that and never ever 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 treated anyone differently regardless of uh, he's the white doctor any no difference at all and he whenever in my house there was ever any talk of anything that he ever heard like a, a joke that i would make my father doesn't like my jokes by the way straight up like he's an amazing he doesn't like that i make jokes about the holocaust or about 
Jews or about blacks or about gays or about cancer patients. He, he doesn't like these things. Like, Shmoo, be more sensitive. But he also knows what I am at heart. He knows a joke's a joke. So I'm saying overall is that just like I lost my train of thought. And that's fine. <laughs> and that's fine. We do, do should that. we move on from this topic? Um, or is there something? I mean, if, I, I definitely give you last licks, but I think it's... We, I, we've said our piece. But yeah. I, I, just, I think overall... Well, I think if Label has something, last thing to say. No, I, I just lost my train yeah, of thought, no, so I'll just ahead. say one more thing. I'll say I'm being an asshole this pod, but like... <laughs> but but <laughs> roles no, and rights... Let, let's just get this straight. Roles and rights are very different. No, I, a, think that, I think that everyone economy. has the rights to do everything they want. I think that... I think that having gender roles, I don't think it's proven that mixing everything into one big batter of everyone can do everything and everyone should do everything mm -hmm. um, is better for society. Everything, I think everyone, I, I think the idea that everyone could do everything is good. Mm -hmm. I, I, again, Jordan yeah. Peterson says it, like the um, equal equal opportunity, absolutely. Equal outcome. Equal opportunity is great. And they still are. It shouldn't. And that does not and, and, But that doesn't mean equal outcome is good. No one said that equal outcome is good. Maybe it shouldn't. Maybe if there's 50% male nurses and 50% female nurses, maybe nursing would be worse. Maybe the nursing would be worse. Maybe because 20% of people that shouldn't be nurses are now nurses and they're not good nurses because men are not like suited yeah, be, as well. I'll for the be job. honest. I, imagine someone came to uh, a CEO, right? Imagine a we CFO. Imagine a right. CFO. Yes, I know, but it's an important topic. And yeah. I, I, we can get as many clips out as we want, whatever. Imagine a CFO came to a CEO and said, you know something? I see the sales department. I really want to be a sales department and the C be in a sales department. And the CFO is genius in finances, right? As a CEO, right? He'll tell a uh, so good CEO will tell him, look, up, of course you could become a salesman, but your natural tunos, your natural strengths are not to be a salesman. So if I want to build this company, right? And for you to be your best self and your most strongest self, why wouldn't you do what's most suited for you and what your biggest strengths are? Yeah, you could spend time and learn how to become a salesman, but that's not your natural strength. It's the same, and it would be vice versa for the salesman. It's more people, it's not that people can't do something else. It's about how much time will it take for that person to figure it out, what's their strongest natural strengths, and why wouldn't you play to those strengths? And if you wouldn't, and there's a whole push against them, there's an angry push against it, to me there's a much bigger problem than just you want to be able to do something else. Go do it. Everyone has the opportunity right now to go do it. That's my personal opinion on it. But either way, I don't want to get too caught up. Whatever, we've already dragged it out. I want, so was, Kanye! I do want to say one last, <laughs> last thing on this. And this always struck me. By the way, I just want to say, I've, it, I'm going to count when I edited this pod how many times, times we say, say end, last, last thing. Because <laughs> we're all passionate about this topic. You know, I want to say one other thing. We're fired. There's this whole entire, there's a, there's a very big movement right now, not right now, but whatever, over the last five years probably, if you say anything that, in my opinion, the far left doesn't agree with, you say an opinion on a woman, an opinion, where you feel X, Y, Z, the immediate thing that comes out is you're a misogynist, you're a bigot. That is the immediate thing to come out. And the, the, the purpose of that statement, okay, even if you're, as, as we're understanding, right, being a misogynist means you're prejudiced against women. Now, what we're explaining in this pod is that we're not prejudiced against women. We're just saying it's nuanced. And just because we have an opinion doesn't mean I'm prejudiced against them, right? Doesn't mean I'm going to treat them any worse. And the, the throw-out line by the left is like, you're a misogynist, you're a bigot, to like try to shame you and make you feel like shitty. Exactly. It's and to like, shame you. And it's, and it's a, like, it's like yes. supposed to make me exactly. coil back. And I said to someone, I'm like, okay, I'm a misogynist. Okay, and I still treat, I still going to treat my wife better than you. You know who's the non-misogynist and not misogynist? All the people in Hollywood who sit there and cheat on their wives. Those are the people that are not misogynist. You know who are misogynist? All the big, big gadolim who felt that there were certain gender roles and you know what i promise you they treated the white better than any single person nowadays who ever believes they're a non-misogynist 
That's my personal opinion. Okay, so every it's 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 all I'm having from Kweisi. It's backwards. In my opinion. Mic That's drop. It. That it's was Labs. I will say one thing. I'm just being honest. That that, that was that minute and a half. Rabosai, you could have made me run through a wall. <laughs> I was, I, you know, like let's take this back a little bit. Humor now, like like Labs, you killed that last minute and a half, bro. I, you, I'm just being totally honest. No, 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 no. But like, it just I, I, if I have an opinion, but I treat a woman like gold, I'm a misogynist. Like that's what it is. So I'm a bigger. End right, end right now. End right now. It's you over, can concisely, yeah. no, concisely it's that irritating. minute and a it's half. Irritating. That concise, you concisely in a minute and a half. Just, I want to run through a wall, bro. Like, First of all, let's be honest. Boom! I want to chant the Zach, shit out of even something. Zach knows, and I love Zach to death. And I think one thing that's beautiful. I hope Zach, because you know I feel this. I love you, and I hope that yeah, our, I our disagreements. It, yeah. I hope our disagreements could actually be a light to people and realize that we're, as far as I'm concerned, for sure, we're still super, if, super close. If anything, I should be saying this to you because for the most part, I've been kind of pushing back on you guys. You, you know, like obviously, there's all of. I think that like the fact that we can all sit here at a table and give each other the time to say our piece. By the it's, way, I'll, that's, that's special. It's, special. It's, I will say one kudos, Zach. We I know we talked about this before. The amount of heat that you're taking from the, from last pod, we appreciate you. The fact that you're still like you're standing strong for yourself, for your beliefs, and like it's tough. It's not easy. Like we, me and Label live in our world, which is like when people are coming at us in social media. Like me and Label, we can we can, can we, we still got some no 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 no, no no. I got heat, but me and the Label can decide to tune things out. You do live. In Crown Heights, right. right? You do live amongst a lot of the people that might have been upset at that thing. And it's not easy, especially for you being on the side that you might actually agree with them or, you know, you know, uh, understand more where they're coming from than we do. You know, feeling that heat from them can like that can be a lot. And so, like, we, I do know that that is a lot for you to take on, like, because you are that opposite opinion a lot of times and not always like we're, we're making this like you're the liberal where because they're like. There's a lot of things we We're do agree on. People. We're all just people, but like you do take, a, especially Look, from the like one, said, especially from this past pod, yeah. you probably took a lot of heat, and we appreciate. Can I say you. one other thing. Like you, Thank you, you. You're, then you, you post, you're, then you, then we did Rafi Baritas, who everyone in the firm community right now, a lot of people actually like it, but I'm sure there's plenty of people who are pretty upset at me and probably have not you gotten any negative press because no one has sent me anything. I've just gotten the most positive comments. Bro. I have. I've gotten a lot, of, got positivity. A lot of positivity. Only positivity. Positive. Yeah. I've gotten only positivity. Yeah. That's not the yeah. point. I mean, people I'm, love it. all I'm trying to say is that for all the people that are angry with you about that part of that clip, let them go listen to last night's part and realize. I'm going to be honest with you. Not that many people were upset at me. Okay. It was just two people. It was just a learning experience for me because I, <laughs> this is me personally, my own life, nothing to do with the pod. I am currently on like a, a journey i've been doing a lot of like ayahuasca getting rid of no surprisingly not i'm scared <laughs> shitless of ayahuasca but i've been i have a lot of like whatever like emotional stuff that i'm like actually really doing some work on right now it happens to be and i'm really trying to become more sensitive and deal with the fact that like i have privileges like anyone else and i have blind spots and i i you know whatever i'm human but like that yeah the what I was very annoyed at myself that I like again. You guys are fine with the clip. I happen to be. I would not like. I don't stand by the clip. I mean, I argue with Shmuley on the thing, but the, like the fact is, I did post it, and just for me on my own personal like level, like yeah. I Bro. realized that I did not. Hannah Montana I didn't take said it. Account. Hannah Montana said it. Everyone makes mistakes. Yeah, I made a mistake. <laughs> you feel, I made you feel a real a mistake. Piece of you that feels like how do you, you? I still wanted I to take it. I don't love that you didn't get that humor right there. I, sorry, but I just threw in Hannah Montana, man. And by the way, there's a lot worse things you can do than say an off-color, even misogynistic joke on the internet. But at the end of the day, I just don't want to be. I, I I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to be a part of that. I, I want you know. There's 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 Kanye's in the world. There's people that we can actually make fun of. 
You know, well, that like, we can rip say, it to with impunity. I will say one last thing on the yeah. topic and how many last things we have. I think it's unbelievable. <laughs> What's our last thing? When these things come up, by yeah. the way, I look inward too. Like that is my value. I label also. We spend hours talking about this. Are we wrong? Are we are we right? You know, are are our values being misconstrued? Did we actually you know, did what we actually say, like, what, did it offend most people? Did it offend some people? Like, we went back and forth. Like, how how much, like, should we care about the amount that we did offend? You know, yeah. uh, like, w- I did a lot of inner work about this. Like, I wasn't, it's not like I just see the comments and I'm just a dick. Should and I'm we just, all do ayahuasca the next part? Right? <laughs> shrooms. I'm, I'm not just like a dick that's just like, go on oh, 70, on one second. I'm not just like a dick that's like 73 comments like, oh, I don't give a fuck about them. Like, no, that's not who I am. Like, there were 73 comments. People were upset at me. And, like, I'm a sensitive person. So I'm just like, oh, shit, did I do something wrong? Like, now I have to think about it. And I did think about it. And yeah. the, this, this is pod the is, the, is the outcome. I'm an ignoramus. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. I, I, th- I, think, I think the takeaway so for everyone. Or ignoramus? Yeah, I think both ways. I think, I, the I think, think both for everyone work. is that we definitely are not well-researched human beings. And we don't know what we're talking oh, about. Oh, by the way, that's the most <laughs> amazing thing. We were sitting down here before at hookah. And we have a friend of ours. And he's just like, the best thing about your pod is that you guys are three so uninformed humans. We're so uninformed. That we yeah. claim to be so informed. Yeah. Wait, when we do we claim to be informed? But we have this platform. We say opinions, we, we say opinions like opinions we know what we're talking about. Exactly. Yeah, we talk like no, we know. But it's I, like we get up there like <laughs> like like it's a like it's a presidential debate. Like we have like, these are the policies that should be put in place in the Jewish community. No, this that, is what that we believe. I actually feel like I do know no, a like little a, bit about. It's the one topic I actually know. Just, feel like I know something yeah. about. Just in general, we have yeah. so many yes. topics that we go like we just, don't know shit. that we don't know <laughs> shit about. And like you just hear me like how passionate we are about shit that we know nothing, nothing about. about, bro. Yeah. That is a level of self unself aware self awareness. It's <laughs> unbelievable. It's like the most out of out of shape in shape guy. It's like, it's like the, the most out of shape in shape. Like the most out of self awareness in self awareness people. Because it would be boring if all we talked about was stuff that we actually have personal experience with, which would just be yeshiva. Right. Which one we've have we ever really had our pod where it's not gonna be this one because this one's a fucking doozy already. But like one day we're <laughs> gonna have to have a pod where, where we actually your... go through. What are all just the all the stuff we went through in Yeshiva? Oh, the good, tenth, the tenth, bad, the ugly. You in know? tenth grade, I stole your British GQ, uh, which had naked Rihanna. <laughs> I don't know if you remember in our in <laughs> do, our. Do you remember? We're yeah, going to write the way, sex I, out. I, I, no, no, not sex. <laughs> I just want to go. This is a great story. That Zach never knew about. It was tenth grade. It was the windstorms. Yeah. We're near the leaky cauldron, which was the bathroom. The leaky that was cauldron, disgusting. You know, like in the dorms, like disgusting yeah. dorms. It was never clean. Nothing. Yeah. Zach had the room next to it on the right. I had the room on the left. And Zach had great magazines for actual reading that was not like things that you can get. Like you used to have to um, um, monitor them, uh, screen them through like Mrs. Yeah, Metzger. You I, had yeah, to like Sports yeah. Illustrated was okay, Sporting right. News. So Zach used to go to the – Zach was the – he was a very cultured for a 10th grader. Like he, he used to read Rolling Stone, GQ – um, Esquire, like all these things, and I, I like them dolls because I like they fashion. Had boobs. So Esquire. <laughs> so, he, so one second, no, there were things that you actually liked. No, you I, loved, I'm, you I'm, loved music. You, you loved. I'm being self bro. He, yeah. loved, he loved. He loved anime and shit like that. Like he, yeah. really, you liked this. You liked this. I stuff. was a man of culture, guys. I, I watched anime. Right, he's a man of culture. He loved Pikachu and My Chemical Romance. <laughs> so, do. anyways, he had every once in a while. Zach used to get the the British GQ, and British GQ was on Sunday. It's a much better GQ by the way. So Zach, one shop. I remember this vividly. He's like. 
where is my British? Where is my British GQ? And Rihanna's front. I had stole it from his drawer earlier. I, I was too embarrassed. I <laughs> 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 stole it. He's going around asking everyone in the grade where his British GQ is. <laughs> and I couldn't tell him that I had it. And it's, I ripped out all the pages of Rihanna, so I couldn't <laughs> give it back to him. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't tell him about it because, oh, Zach, here's your first GQ with seven pages ripped out of it. Hold on a second. You never knew about the story till now? Never knew about wow. it. Wow. Bro, bro, bro. What, bro. A, what a moment. Bro, unbelievable. I just, I'm sorry. Like, By the way, I'm one of the... Uh... First that is a my ridiculous story. Thank you for finally coming clean. I appreciate no, you, man. No problem, no problem. I think I'm, I'm in the minority that I... Rihanna really never did it for me. Am I... Is that a crazy minority? It, my mom has never found her hot. Oh, whatever. She has an interesting look, but in 10th grade, when you're in the middle of a dorm, <laughs> I know. With, with, with no... Bro, when you're in the desert. <laughs> bro, we literally, by the way, in Yeshiva, you're in the desert. You're in the midbar, bro. Like, you just... You, you know what I just realized? Label doesn't have that many Yeshiva stories, because you literally were only in Yeshiva till. No, it's not true. I have a ton of Yeshiva stories. No, but he, 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 doesn't, he, he never grade? dormed. But no. he never dormed. And he never dormed. Right. Yeah. Bro, you had nothing. He only yeah. dormed when Touch. he was in Oratora. Do you have a Oratora. single good Tora, Yeshiva story? Oratora. I'm such a fucking clown when it comes to Yiddishkeit. It's, yeah. I'm so well, sorry, man. At least I was able to sneak so in magazines. What were you able to sneak into your house growing up? I was a very, believe it or not, a very innocent kid. I was naive and innocent. What? Not not once you were Label just played grade. ball, bro. Not 11th grade, correct, but... Uh, you tell me you never snuck in like a dirty or even just a GQ and a magazine into what, your... I didn't know what it was. High grade. school, 17, 16, 17, 18. 17, I was already... I wasn't... Yes, then I didn't sneak anything. It wasn't a sneak. It was like, I don't know how to explain it. You did it, but... <laughs> no, it wasn't a sneak. I'm not... Bro, I was, I was doing my own thing already, 10th grade. 16, 17 no, years old. you have to explain to me the was... dynamics. It's still a sneak if your parents would have vetoed it. If they saw it, they would have. You're been not like, understanding you're not my understand relationship. Correct. With my I don't understand your relationship with your parents. <laughs> We're not getting it. into that. <laughs> this pod. That's not this pod. It's, my other, maybe my other siblings had to do a snake. Yeah, but I didn't do any. They snakes. gave you free reign a little bit. No, they did not give me free reign. I wouldn't call it. They gave me it just wasn't a if free reign. Is living in a car at seventeen? <laughs> it wasn't free reign. I, I just also well, you have to realize I was coming at a very different time. You have to you have to take you have to take into account the time. When I was sixteen, seventeen is when iPhones, iPads, and everything was coming out. Yeah, yeah, you didn't yeah. really have to deal with magazines. Magazines were were pre really tenth grade. That's that's when like we definitely our class was into magazines. Yeah, you know it's actually hilarious. Only one kid in our class had an iPhone. I, I mean, an iPod two, video. Two, two. No, because you couldn't. How... Shmoo had an iClassic. They were just coming out. Whatever. And Zooks had like an iTouch. We had a Zooks in our class. Remember in Naftali Zuckerberg? Oh, that Zooks, dude. Yeah, I have yeah, yeah. this pot has oh. to rap. People Sorry, are... Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, but we have to talk about Kanye. Oh, my God! Anti-Semitism! I feel like I'm getting smaller have, and smaller. Ah! We have no we have no opinions on Kanye. No, honestly, you, I, when's I, the honest, next album? I honestly no. believe Kanye day, day. is an absolute genius, and people will see it later on in life. <laughs> this is the official <laughs> pod. Hang on a second. He's right about the Re- Jews. Kanye, <laughs> we will see in 2064. He was right about everything. Kanye, 2064. 2064. Mega, mega, mega. George Soros suck a dick. <laughs> I'm with you. I think um, we'll realize. Are we honest opinions about Kanye or no? We can buy Honestly, we, we can go honest. What opinions. can we possibly add straight. that hasn't been said already? I'm about very Kanye. uninformed about the whole Kanye situation. Yeah, you don't even know. As you know, no, I saw like one clip on Yeshiva yeah. World of him saying the Jews run the media, which I actually thought was funny because the Jews do run shit. Right, he might be right yeah. about that, but that's not the point. Um, again, I I still stand by this. Obviously, he's a lunatic. Obviously, whatever he's bipolar, bro. He, he's his brain does not function like a normal person's brain. He has elements of mania. That's what he yeah. has. 
Bipolar yeah. is a, a illness of mania. Tell the people. Literally. Tell them. So, so he has that. So right now he's in a manic stage, right? That's where he's holding. His brain By is right now, we mean the past 8 to 12 years. <laughs> no, he's he's been uh, – during the Kim, you didn't hear about him so much, I feel like, when he was with Kim as much. It's definitely gotten worse. Bro, yeah, for sure. Bro, he was he – was, he was, Kim – in a weird way, a woman uh, makes uh, a man. No, but Kim, <laughs> Kim and Kim kept a, a Kanye very wholesome Kim K. Very wholesome. Here's my conscience. She kept Kanye in check. Built Kanye. We are saying right now that the Kardashians they kept Kanye in check. They are the Gedalim. They're the heroes. The heroes. Kim came Not out with with like denouncing his anti-Semitism. But my whole I can't help being cynical because I'm like, who are you, Kim? Like. You really love the Jews? Or are you just being like, oh, nice. I get to be on the opposite side of my ex-husband no, who I, I hate. No, I don't think it's that. She has to be, on the op- she has to be uh, progressive. So she has to say that no matter what. It's not, she, that too. It's she has to what, be unipolar. It's, it's probably what you're saying. What is it? Uni- opposite of bipolar. Oh, that was... <laughs> Let's I go. Like, oh, thank you. Thank you. It's, pro- it's, probably, it's very likely. I'm sure she feels good being able while seeing Kill her. Kill that, bro. <laughs> I'm sure she feels good seeing her ex being trounced and the world yeah, hating him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I it's don't know. to feel she, great. Does she even hate him? I don't even know. What's the, I, like, I don't care. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't She's happy because like, apparently Pete Davidson has a 10-inch schmeckle. Okay. By the way, he, that guy is is, is living the dream, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Anyways, although by the way, we have to talk Brady, Brady Giselle craziness. By the way, what? that they just got the I thought it was a regular divorce. divorce. A regular divorce. There's no such thing as regular when you're dealing with Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen. Did was there cheating? Well, no, who knows? I, I think he cheated point. with a football. <laughs> Yeah, I think he was cuddling a football at night and like she was, was talking to. Her. He's like, I want, I want to win the Super Bowl with oh, you. Oh, he just I wasn't wanna... paying enough attention to her because he was just more into <laughs> pretty much what it sounds like. Married, sounds married like to that. the game. Bro. He was married to the game, bro. Just like Kanye is, he's married to the truth. <laughs> All right, Dude. Are All we, right, Lachlan, Lachlan, man, I don't want to do anything else. We're good. Jesus.